Hello and welcome to the Goodnight Friday's Halloween special. Now this is a different episode from most of the previous ones. And um, in fact, in this episode, I will be reading for the younger kids or the kids who may not handle their spooky Halloween as well. Uh, I've selected a short poem story, I think, I, if you could call a poem a story, um, from The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy and Other Stories by Tim Burton. This one is a lot more child-friendly, although it might not sound like that from the book title. Um, and uh, after this, I will be reading a brief story that may or may not be true from quote-unquote true ghost stories haunted heartland from the american midwest by beth scott and michael norman that is um a a paranormal book that is probably better suited for a little bit of an older crowd or like the child who is extra brave things and who thinks they can handle it um so anyway here we go and happy halloween the girl with many eyes One day in the park, I had quite a surprise. I met a girl who had many eyes. She was really quite pretty and also quite shocking, and I noticed she had a mouth, so we ended up talking. We talked about flowers and her poetry classes and the problems she'd have if she ever wore glasses. It's great to know a girl who has so many eyes, but you really get wet when she breaks down and cries. The End White Lick Creek. Now this one is a tad scarier, as I said, so be prepared. The railroad bridge over White Lick Creek near Danville in Hendricks County is today only a memory. But when Indiana was new, burgeoning with confident pioneer businessmen, the trestle was one of the first built by Irish laborers during the railroad boom of the 1850s. Indiana was the site of a vast track-laying network of beefy immigrant laborers, glistening steel and the staccato rhythm of ten-pound hammers slamming against heavy iron spikes. The story is told in Hendricks County that while one of the supports of the White Lick Creek Bridge was being formed for the trestle, an Irishman lost his balance and fell to his death into the sucking concrete mixture. The railroad company refused to retrieve the dead man's body unless his fellow workers would pay for the undertaking, but the men were too poor to do so. Thus, the body was sealed forever in the trestle support. As time passed, the railroad snaked westward toward the horizon. It wasn't long, however, before strange stories began to circulate about the bridge over White Lick Creek, weird, mysterious tales about the bridge and the ghost of a dead Irishman. During the driest part of the Indiana summer, when the sun scorches the baked earth and little boys sit listlessly beneath towering buckeye trees watching heat waves rise from the bubbling asphalt, at that time of year, the support in which the doomed Irishman saw the last rays of sunlight seemed to issue, seemed to issue forth human tears. Some say it looked more like blood was dripping into White Lake Creek far below. Local residents also reported that on the first night of a full moon, the Irishman's ghost would stand stiff and unmoving on the bridge span, a lighted lantern hanging from his bony right hand. If, in the distance, the echo of a train whistle reached down the track, the Irishman would swing his lantern to and fro, trying in vain to flag down the engineer. 
Sometimes he cried out in vain, Stop, please, take me aboard so that my soul may rest in peace. He never succeeded in stopping the train. Now the railroad bridge is gone, but the legend and the Irishman still remain along White Lick Creek.